Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to another Unapologetic Me podcast. I am so excited and grateful that you're here. I know that I missed the last two or so in a row that I was supposed to do, but you know, life has been going. (laughs) Is anybody else feeling that? We are now um, nearing the end of August. Wow, August, what a freaking month. There is so much happening in my life right now that's kind of blowing my mind, but I'm also totally here for it. Um, There's a lot that's going to be coming from my business and the offerings that I'm going to be offering to everybody and healing, and I'm just really excited about it. I don't know if I've spoke about this before, but I am in the process of getting Reiki certified and um, breath work as well, and so I cannot wait to be offering those. But when I come back from Peru, I'm also going to be offering some deeper healing as well. I mean, there is just there is just so much that's coming that I'm I'm just excited for all of you. I am sorry about having missed the last few episodes. There's just been a lot going on and there also was some personal things that was going on where there was a lot of healing happening on my part and you know healing is a process i don't know if anybody saw on my instagram this past week i posted a picture of myself crying the inner healing is a process it doesn't just end i had a woman message me and say you know i was so jealous of you because you've healed your childhood traumas and i am healing and the healing process is a journey it's not a destination it's a continuous amount of healing that you have to keep doing in your life it doesn't stop it doesn't end but delaying the process any longer isn't going to help i think that that's why with everything that i'm doing in my akashic record and intuitive energy readings they have been so profound lately i've been connecting with such beautiful souls um but I want to provide deeper healing for people and that's exactly what I'm going to be offering in the next couple months to really not only have you be aware and speaking about what is coming about but helping you fully get the whole package of healing and this is going to be through many processes um, with Reiki and breathwork but also hypnosis and shamanic tools and I am here to serve you all. I am here to provide you and heal your bodies and help you take back your power in your life. That is what I am here for and I'm really excited for this next phase of my business to provide really, really deeper, deeper healing and help you truly purge and close those chapters to move into this next phase. I wanna provide you all of the tools possible And I'm excited because this also will be part of what I will be offering for my retreats in Austin starting in 2021. And, you know, there's just going to be so much healing that's going to happen. For everyone who's been booking appointments, I have been booked out solid. I am only going to be accepting appointments through September 16th because I'm going to be gone for four weeks then in Peru for my ayahuasca retreat that I'm going on. And so there's already all of the spots available right now 
from now until September 16th. So if you've been interested um, and, and you haven't booked, I would say book. Also, I'm not sure if after, I don't think after September I'm gonna be offering mini sessions. So if you've been wanting to get an appointment and you're interested in a mini session, which is much cheaper, I think actually right now, my mini intuitive energy sessions I have on sale for only $35 and the full energy sessions are on sale for $99. So if you've been wanting to get one, then I highly recommend booking one because the mini sessions are not going to be there and the deal on the intuitive energy ones are also just for like the next couple days or so or into early next week. So book those um, if that's something that you're interested in. I don't know the status of how I'm going to be offering my appointments after this ayahuasca retreat. I feel like things are going to be shifting and changing. I don't feel like there's going to be many as many appointments available. Um, so I'm just letting you all know now if it's something that you've been interested in, book. Um, you can get 30% off the Akashic Record readings using the code Lionsgate. That is also only going to be offered and available for the next couple days. So don't sleep on that deal because I don't want you to miss out on um, getting something and getting it for a better price. I always offer a deal when my highest self and my guides tell me to offer a deal and I really want to be able to offer and provide the best options possible to as many people as possible. So also what I added onto my site was uh, where you can donate to give to other people who may be needing a reading but can't fully afford a reading. So I have added that onto my site and I've received so many um, donations already. I've received so many donations from people and I just, I think it's really beautiful for all of us to help each other and the collective and I am grateful to always be giving back and giving readings to people for free um, as well as now I'll be able to offer that more because they will be getting paid for by other brothers and sisters who want to provide that healing journey to others as well. I just think it's a really beautiful thing. So that is there on my site. Also starting potentially next week, I'm thinking, I guess I'll let you all know on Monday's podcast. I'm going to be offering my first group Reiki session, and it's going to be a chakra cleansing and clearing um, group call. Um, it will be done via Zoom. You can all sign in to do it. You don't have to show up on video if you don't want to. Many times when people offer distance Reiki, they don't have you call in or connect in that way and that because it's all energetic, but I really want to still allow people to completely connect um, because I feel like that allows me to just get a deeper cleansing and clearing for all of you and I can then also play music so that you're really experiencing the effects of the work that I'm going to be doing on your body. Many people, their chakras are so blocked and our chakras are everything. They're really everything. So I'm extremely excited to be providing this. Guess what? It is only going to cost $29. Right now, that is the price it's going to be. I don't know how long I will offer them for $29, but I really wanted to offer at a price that is super, super, super affordable to so many people so that I can provide as much healing as possible. I am not a money-hungry gremlin. I want to help everyone. 
it is coming from a place of love in my heart and offering these types of work at a very very affordable price is part of my purpose so that I can help as many people as possible because that is my purpose here and I don't want healing to only be something that those who are super wealthy can afford I want everyone to know that it's possible for them to heal and so that is why I'm offering at such an affordable price. I'm so excited about this. That will be up on my site starting next week. So on Monday's podcast, when you pop back in, I'll have where you can go ahead and sign up for that. I'm so excited for it. So let me get back into this chronic illness part three. Thank you all so much for the support. And my others, I know that these are... There's a lot, but I really want to explain the process of my healing and what's gotten to. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to round out in this episode all of the physical healing that I did. And into next episode, that is when I'm going to tap into and talk about how I transitioned from so much physical healing to mental and emotional and spiritual healing, which ultimately was one of the key pivotal moments of really rounding out my healing process honestly but even as I went back and I was going through all of this um, like the step-by-steps it's really been nostalgic for me to see my process and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a blog post about it on my website so that people can access this and just really see everything that I went through and put into to heal from chronic illness. So anyways, here we are and we're at week 11. Week 11, I still was doing daily infrared saunas. When I tell you all that the commitment to healing chronic illness, you know, I just did a reading for a woman a few days ago, an intuitive energy reading, and she was talking about how one of the hardest parts about healing chronic illness is that nobody understands and people think you're making it up and man can I relate to that and I spoke about that in last episode you know when somebody tells you they have cancer there is all this compassion for them you know for what's going on and everyone's like I'm here for you whatever you need this and that but when you have chronic illness there is not that same reaction like people literally look at you like you have six heads They look at you like you're crazy and that you're making it up and that it's not real because maybe you don't look quote unquote sick and maybe you're trying really hard because I remember I used to try really hard to look quote unquote normal and also I didn't want to talk about it all the time because every time I spoke about it it made me feel like absolute shit but people just think that because you're not speaking about it nonstop, because you're not just standing there in front of them bawling your eyes out nonstop, even though 90% of the time I was bawling my eyes out every single night when I was going to bed, that you're just not sick. And I just think this lack of understanding with what it's like to go through chronic illness and for people to be really delusional about it, I just have so much compassion for every person who's ever been through healing chronic illness because it is so difficult and there most people have nobody with them to support them to help them and I understand that so still dealing with that mental aspect of it here I am you know three months into healing and I I was still really a one-man show and having to really not only show up 
but just continue to have to put on a happy face. I was working a job in downtown Chicago, driving three hours a day, an hour and a half each way, and having to pretend at work that like everything's fine while I'm literally inside dying. And, um, you know, the world doesn't just slow down because you have chronic illness. And if I had my choice, I wouldn't have worked at all because it was so exhausting. Healing from chronic illness is a full-time job. But I had to work so I could pay for my healing treatments. I like didn't have an option. It wasn't my choice. So into um, week 11, I started implementing doing more coffee enemas. I was doing infrared sauna every single day, ozone every single Thursday, and I was doing my coffee enemas surrounding my ozone appointments. And not only was this the only thing that was really helping with my puffiness and bloating, but also it was the only thing, like coffee enemas started getting rid of my anxiety. It was the only thing that like actually got rid of my anxiety, which was shocking to me. And obviously I know now with the gut brain connection, you know, yeah, no wonder because I'm purging the toxins out of my gut and anxiety is in your gut. And so it really, I started seeing such great effects of doing two enemas each week. All right. So I had had up until this point, a, a spot on my upper butt where I had had tenseness, like I had had an issue with my muscle really right above my left butt cheek, like close to my spine for at this point in time, it had been about four years or so. And I never really had gotten rid of it. And since I kind of started learning through this process that, you know, our emotions are stored in our muscles and any area where you've had like a crisis or a trauma in your muscles or in your body that creates an area where like Lyme so the thing is about Lyme is that anywhere where there's like a place in your body where there's like an issue Lyme finds that place and continues to grow and expand in that place and usually there's an emotion attached to that weakness in the body so for me this was in this one muscle spot on my upper left butt and I had had that issue for at that point probably four years that I never was able to get away with like anytime I was sitting I would feel pain there anytime I was standing anytime I was laying like I never really was fully able to get rid of that pain and so ultimately I again was my little old research bunny self and I started looking up like okay what should I do about this and so then I was like okay I'm gonna go and get acupuncture done on this spot to try and pull out um, and see if I can release some of this tension or pressure or whatever and so I went to go have acupuncture done and I was really excited about it because I woke up on a Saturday and I was feeling so good about myself and I went to go to this guy who had been doing acupuncture for like 25 years or so and I had acupuncture done on the spot and I was feeling a little bit funky like when it was done. But then afterwards when he pulled out the needles in this one spot in my butt, blood came out. And the reason why that happened is because it was releasing a tension area that I had in that spot or whatever. And what happened was is when the blood came out, he pushed his thumb on the spot and immediately I started having an emotional reaction. I wasn't in pain from him like holding that spot where the blood was coming from, but it's like the emotion, 
like the symbolism of what happened here, the emotion of I feel like um, crying, I feel like crying and I'm releasing out this emotion, but then having a person, specifically a man, and a lot of my trauma healing has been around my father, if you don't know that or not at this point in time, and the fact that like, no, you cannot like release this, you cannot feel this emotion, you cannot, you're not able to do this like you're it really it stemmed around like you're not accepted if you like show your emotions and so I remember that I paid for my session I couldn't even barely hold it together like while I was trying to get out of the office I went to my car immediately and I broke down crying I felt so off and uncomfortable and like shut down that like my body was reacting in a way to release something but this man like blocked that from happening by like blocking the blood from fully coming out and I had such a Herxheimer reaction from this because there was so much trauma that had continued to build up in this one spot really as a result of things in my 20s from the abuse from my father that he continued to imprint in my family um, after my parents divorce and everything and so I cried the entire way home I didn't feel relief from the acupuncture at all I felt like an emotional fucking mess if I'm being completely honest I obviously have spoke about how I have been having these emotional reactions you know and crying every single day but it was like this thing that happened here it was so symbolic of really not ever being seen and being heard and being allowed to fully express myself without being shut down because that's really how I felt in my family growing up and I was so happy when I woke up that Saturday to go do acupuncture I actually felt was having like a good day for anyone who has chronic illness or has ever had chronic illness you know that when you wake up and you're feeling good about the day like it's gonna be a good fucking day because 95% of the time you wake up and you dread that day and you do not want to get out of bed so I woke up feeling so excited for the day I came home from acupuncture and I had slept like 12 hours the night before I came home from acupuncture and I went back to sleep for another three or four hours. My body had such a reaction to the acupuncture and it's like really not fully releasing that, like not allowing myself to be able to release that trauma. It hit me like a ton of bricks and it was really difficult for me. It was so difficult and so like re-traumatizing really the acupuncture didn't hurt but it was the aspect of the emotional release and not and that part of it that really imprinted so I remember after I woke up from my nap I was actually pissed off because I was like man I was having such a good day and then this happened and now I just feel like I'm taking steps back that was really disheartening for me but it was like what it needed to show me was that there was a crisis in that area and that I still had a lot of trauma stored in my muscles that needed to be cleared. So that's ultimately what it was showing me in that moment. I continued to start going to have salt floats done. That was really phenomenal. You know, the salt floats, because of the high magnesium, it really, really relaxes the body. And if you fall asleep in a salt float, 
it's like equivalent to a four hour nap and that really helped my body relax because a big issue with mold is that you know you have chronic joint pain and chronic body aches and muscle pain and so the salt floats really assisted in that they also made me emotional too it's like so much emotional clearing would be happening when i was in there this is what was like the hardest part of my chronic illness healing journey as the emotional releases because although it sounds like maybe I've been a crier my entire life up until that point I hadn't crying was not something like I always was like the tough one the strong one the hard one it's like the amount of crying that I did every single day like actually blew my mind and it made me feel like a weak bitch I'm just going to be completely honest that is how it made me feel and I fucking hated it because I felt like such a weak bitch and my whole life I had been such a strong badass and I like didn't know how to handle that part of it but I realized that it's because I had rejected so much and I never had felt safe showing my emotions that that's why I was finally releasing them because I was detoxifying the actual toxins in the body but those toxins were also correlated with all of the emotions that I had never let myself feel and I had always suppressed and pushed within me and through opening up those muscle fibers and pulling these toxins out I was also pulling those emotions out and boy did I have the floodgates to freaking pull out like so many so as I was working for this company um, in Chicago, we had to go on a work trip to Austin. And it's also hilarious that I'm in Austin now after my first experience in Austin with that work trip was absolutely awful. So healing with chronic illness, your immune system is compromised and it's you have low, it, you're susceptible to get sick because your immunity is so low and you're detoxifying and you're clearing and you're purging and any little bit can push you over the edge. And in case you all didn't know this, but planes are one of the dirtiest places ever. And one of the just, you can get the sickest going on a plane. So even before I got on the flight to go to Austin for this work trip, I already didn't feel great because it was the first time ever where I wasn't gonna have my infrared sauna, I wasn't gonna be able to do my coffee enemas, I wasn't gonna be able to, I didn't know what the eating was gonna be like. I brought as many things as possible as I could, but I was working at a company where no one knew and I didn't feel comfortable speaking. I wasn't working at a place with like cool people where I could just be open about what was going on in my life. So. There was one girl who I was working with who kind of knew and she always felt so bad because there was such a huge lack of respect for not only like for anyone who is different. So besides being sick, I, I was different in the fact that I was plant-based and I didn't live the same type of lifestyle. So everyone else was fine eating coffee and donuts for breakfast and that isn't something that was fine for me and like you know ordering food for like the com the office for for everyone to have that's that, that doesn't work for me you know i remember at one point they were going to order mexican food and 
they were just going to order like all of these burritos or whatever. And I literally said to the guy, I was like, can you please order a salad for me? Because I can't eat that. And it became such a big deal in the office. And I literally said to him, because it was such a thing, I was like, you guys order your food and I'm ordering my own food separately because I can't eat that. And it's not fair for you to only purchase food that everyone else can have and that I can't have. And I said to him, I was like, I have specific dietary restrictions and I cannot consume what you're ordering. So I will order from somewhere separate. And they acted like I was the biggest inconvenience ever. And I just remember feeling like, why am I working for this stupid fucking company? Like, you can't even be respectful. It's like if I would have gone up and been like, I can't have this thing because I'm pregnant, you know, everyone would have been so respectful. But it's like I'm coming up and being like, I can't have gluten, I can't have dairy, like da 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 da. And it's like I'm being this inconvenience to everyone else. And literally, it became this huge issue. So I just remembered at that moment there, at that like that trip, I was just like, I'm not working for this company anymore. I cannot work at a place where I'm not being respected and that I have to continue to forego what is feeling right for who I am and what I need to be doing in my life and not receiving the respect that I need. I was so sick on that Austin trip. I was so bloody sick the entire time. I came back from that trip so sick. I was so sick. I had like, it was like the flu. Like I was so sick. I immediately did sauna. I immediately did coffee enema. And I actually was bedridden for three days after the fact because the, not only just like the toxicities of the trip from everything, but the aspect of strain from my normal eating patterns and not getting the nourishment that I needed, as well as just experience such a level of disrespect from people that I just felt, I was so defeated. And I just was like, man, like, it, it just proved to me how like if I wasn't quote unquote perfect with what was going on in my healing journey, then I wasn't like, that it, it affected me still so deeply. So when I came back, um, I felt like I had to kind of start back over, but it was fine. I continued pushing through. I decided to go to the chiropractor and hopefully he could maybe help me with that issue with my butt. Um, the thing is, again, with mold, it makes you feel like your entire body needs to be cracked. So going to the chiropractor alone felt phenomenal. He was able to look at this area on my butt and he realized that like my my hip muscles and my hamstrings had been trying to compensate for this area that there had been like a stress. Also, um, your hamstrings, I don't know about this, I don't know if you know this, but all of our muscles correlate to different organs. And he was like, your hamstrings are so tight. He's like, it shows that your large intestines is compromised. And so of course I knew that I had been having so many gut issues. So it made total sense that my hamstrings were tight and it correlated with the large intestine. So he began helping me with that. I also started putting CBD balm on this spot in my upper butt and that helped me a lot. As I started implementing the chiropractor in, I started doing some weekly appointments with it. And that also kind of started having me to have more Herx reactions after the chiropractor, as well as some deeper emotional responses. So again, it's like it was cracking and adjusting and remodulating my body and it was hard for my body to handle it. And like I said, the emotions were high and so I began crying even more as I was doing the chiropractor <laughs> and I just pretty much started getting, you know, 
really used to being an emotional mess. I had one of my worst Herxheimer reactions ever after ozone that week and immediately after I got out of ozone I felt like I was going to pass out. My body felt like it was hit by a ton of bricks and then when I went um, to drive home I had to drive home with the music blasting and all of the windows down on the highway from downtown Chicago back to the suburbs because I could barely keep my eyes open. I thought that I was going to fall asleep driving immediately when I got home after that ozone. I don't even think I ate dinner. I went right up to bed and went to bed because my body, like when I herxed, usually after any of my herxes, it hits so fast that it's like this immediate fatigue and exhaustion and the only way for me to get rid of it is to go to bed so that's why i always would be doing my saunas in the evening because i needed to have the option of going to bed right after because my body was just so fatigued that herx was a pretty scary herx because the only other option was me literally sitting in my car and taking a nap and other or driving home the way that i drove home and i just wanted to get home as soon as possible. I also was crying the entire way home because my body was just reaction, reacting so heavily. So I, I decided to kind of change up my diet even more. I spoke about on the last podcast of going low mold. And so I was having lemon water in the morning and then I was having a chai or a matcha latte. Um, and then I would have this was before I was vegan. I, I was still um, meat and dairy free, but I ate fish and eggs. So when I was low mold, I was eating t- for breakfast two eggs with sauteed peppers and spinach and half of an avocado. And then I would have carrot and beet juice um, as well as, as a juice. Um, carrot juice is really good for helping with mold. For lunch, I would have like spaghetti squash with like pesto, hemp seeds, sesame seeds, and tomatoes, or I would have like roasted vegetables with half of a avocado. I would have roasted vegetables with some fish or some, you know, something like that. Or I would have like a spinach um, with some type of fish um, or, or things like that. I wasn't really eating many beans because I was trying to eat um, less carbs because of the low mold and everything. Um, For snacks, I would have like an apple with a half a cup of walnuts, or I would have some cashew butter, or I would have hummus with cucumbers. And then for dinner, I would have like cauliflower rice with vegetables and egg and coconut aminos with sesame oil, or I would have roasted vegetables with fish or tofu. Um, I really, really was very you know trying to eat as low carb as possible like i had been eating so many potatoes and rice and things like that and toast and stuff like that but i i gave that up really as i went into um, eating that low mold at this point in time i also decided to give up no like give up nightshades because i had read about the effect of nightshades on having body aches and I just I really felt like I have nothing to lose like if I can try and control as many things as possible then that's what I'm gonna do so really for breakfast it was still the same um, but then I was no longer having peppers because peppers are a nightshade you know I was giving up peppers and an eggplant and things along that sign so I was doing 
eggs with sauteed kale or zucchini and avocado, you know, instead of having the peppers. For lunch, I would be doing um, just no peppers, eggplant or tomato, which were things that I was consuming a lot of beforehand. Um, for dinner, again, no peppers, eggplant or tomatoes. Those were really the only nightshades that I needed to cut out at that point in time. I did notice a difference with body aches after I gave up nightshades. I also started being really strict on having Epsom salt baths at home and really kind of giving my body that aspect of re relaxation. Like I, I needed the Epsom salt bath. It, it helped my muscles not feel so exhausted because they were not only releasing the toxins but also the emotions. I mean, I just, I, I started feeling a lot better as I did that. I've had been obviously been doing my positivity and my gratitude and all of those things but I still was very irritable and I was very angry and I was lashing out. And a lot of that is we store emotions in our organs and I, and also parasites and mold control your emotions. So anger specifically and irritability, that's all the liver. And my damn liver was detoxifying. So of course those emotions were coming out. I really stopped speaking with everybody, not only because I hadn't received any of the support that I needed in my life, but I knew that these feelings that I was having was not me. It was not who I am. I felt like I was being controlled by little like robots. And so I still at this point, you know, 15 weeks in, I, I can't get rid of the irritability. Like I was so triggered by everything. I was so irritable and it really, I was navigating my life based off of one step forward, two step back. I really navigated my life based off of one step forward, two steps back. It's like I would have one good day and I would really feel like, man, I'm making progress. This is feeling good. And then I would have two to four bad days. And for anyone who's had chronic illness, you freaking know, you know, like you feel like you're not making any progress, your symptoms are worse, you're feeling awful mentally or you're feeling awful physically or you're feeling awful emotionally. Like it, you couldn't really ever plan it, which is why you never committed to any plans because you had no idea how you were gonna feel. And I really was just trying to navigate all of this that was coming through and just deal with all of it myself. I kept digging deeper into spirituality and I started getting some more crystals and this is when I became obsessed with, with Tiger's Eye because I was working with this awful boss and she was so negative and toxic that I couldn't have her come around me. And then when I um, got a Tiger's Eye crystal, this is when my intuition was starting to kind of pop through again, it told me to buy this crystal and I went and bought it. And I kid you not, this woman literally never came by me anymore after that. She used to always, like any time that I would have to interact with her at the office, I felt like I was dying inside. Her, her energy was so negative that I felt like I was gonna pass out because she just was so toxic. When I got a tiger's eye crystal, I kid you not, this woman stopped coming by me. She stopped calling me and interacting with me. She literally stopped even emailing me. It was the best thing ever because I felt like I could actually breathe. I started implementing more in kundalini yoga. Uh, I didn't have the energy, obviously, with all of everything that was going on. I really was only doing light walks and sometimes vinyasa yoga, but I really started doing kundalini yoga, which is more like a 
meditation and chanting and um, healing and it helps clear and cleanse the chakras and it's connecting with the kundalini energy within you and it really is a different type of yoga that's like not like regular yoga at all it's so much of your breathing so this really started connecting me in with my spirituality um, without I didn't really realize that that's what was going on at the time but that's exactly what it was doing and this was really starting to enhance the visuals that I was having in my third eye here at this point it was really only colors I would see swirls of blue purple red orange like I really started seeing the different colors of the chakras and in case you don't know they're red orange yellow green blue indigo purple and that really was like enhancing me in a way that i didn't really realize what was happening i also started seeing my first spirit totem which i was seeing tons of butterflies and they kept coming to me all the time and it's like i would be going on these walks in downtown chicago and butterflies would be popping up everywhere and i just like couldn't believe it and so that was really i started noticing those things and paying attention because i really wasn't talking to anybody and i wasn't really conversating and connecting with other people i what was happening at this point is i was really connecting back with myself even though i didn't really feel like that's what was happening i felt like i was just this crying blubbery mess i didn't feel like anything positive was happening but trust me it really was it was all playing together so I started implementing a stronger and deeper gratitude practice every day. I was obsessed with it. I spoke about this before in my morning routine, and right now it's 3.33 p.m. Of course it is. And so much gratitude. I started really having so being so thankful that I got sick. I started really being so thankful that I got sick because it opened my eyes to a new way of looking at the world and realizing how toxic so many things were in this world and how much that had been affecting me my entire life and if I hadn't gotten sick I wouldn't have opened up to that if I hadn't gotten sick I wouldn't have started grounding and connecting with nature in that way if I hadn't gotten sick I wouldn't have realized um, you know the toxic people around me and their lack of support if I wouldn't have gotten sick I wouldn't have started to release my toxic load if I hadn't gotten sick I wouldn't have started opening up to these these pieces of myself that I had been completely dismissing so I really started having like so much gratitude for having gotten sick because I I started seeing the world in a completely different way I started really disconnecting from what society had really been shoving down my throat and started really reconnecting with who I was as a person. I really started having this revelation of how Mother Earth was healing me. You know, because every single thing that I was doing was all natural from the Earth. You know, I was grounding with my feet on the earth every single day and on the weekends it would be for hours i would sit out there with my feet on the earth i was eating all natural foods all natural whole foods no processed foods no crap no junk no sugar none of that i was doing sauna finland is the i feel i feel like i don't know if they're the founders or they're like 
like they came about but the sauna in finland almost every single home has one and they utilize them four to five times a week they originate back to ten thousand years ago and they believe that saunas are the reason to longevity and there used to be all natural saunas that would be in the base of the earth that would provide that detoxification of the body for people again this aspect of mother earth ozone is a piece of mother earth that ozone comes from earth comes from the ozone layer to kill and purge the body all of the herbs and everything that i was taking for my body was killing out all of the uh the toxins in my body killing out the parasites like everything was all natural i was drinking the cleanest purest water to purge and cleanse my body when i when i started drinking the cleanest water and no longer having tap water that was such a pivotal thing for me it's like i was actually having all of the nutrients that my body finally needed cbd i was taking cbd and this is again natural from the earth you know, not drinking any alcohol or any drugs or anything like that, my body was actually starting to work in the way that it was meant to. And it really showed me, you know, that Mother Earth was the one who was bringing me back to myself. I started implementing in deeper with the coffee enemas. Enemas go back to ancient biblical times. They have hieroglyphics of people doing enemas. The oldest record of enemas comes from Egypt over 3,500 years ago and they have hieroglyphics of them like enemas have been a detoxifying thing from the beginning of our time and it was me implementing that protocol of purging and clearing my gut releasing these parasites biofilms pathogens fungi like the enemas man were really shifting me and shaking me and I started doing them three times a week which to be honest shocked me because I still like as pro of enemas as I am now I still wasn't fully in like you know like I was, it was still something that was uncomfortable for me I mean you're doing an enema it's going up your butt you know what I mean but it was the only thing that was getting rid of my anxiety I mean man if I woke up and I felt totally awful I would go and do an enema and immediately I would feel like oh my god I can think again like, oh my God, I don't feel totally overwhelmed by the day. I actually feel like I can function. And so I just craved that feeling. And I realized that the more that I did them, the more that I felt that way. And it started really clearing my mind. The process of clearing my gut was actually clearing my mind. I was still dealing with consistent puffiness and bloating, but the enemas was the only thing that was really getting rid of this. All right, so at week... 1516 I was still dealing with some pretty intense um, zits and really they were like boils on my face they were not like regular zits they were like chronic acne coming out on my face and really acne is an overburden of toxins in your liver that's where it's coming from and because all the detoxification that I was doing it's like my gut couldn't purge it fast enough. It didn't have anywhere else to go. So it was coming out on my face and my head, behind my ears, on my back. I mean, it was just, it was awful. I had never had acne as a child, but in this moment of detoxifying, I honestly felt so disgusting. 
and like nasty with these huge boils coming on my face and I couldn't get rid of them. My, my forehead and my jawline and a lot of your jawline is hormonal and I just, oh my God, it was so embarrassing. I started drinking celery juice and after five days, this cleared my acne. And so that was really phenomenal because I finally felt like, okay, yo, this is happening. Like this is amazing. And it really, really, really like started making me feel like, okay, I'm like clearing. And so that started making a huge difference. I also started decreasing my histamines. So at this point I have low mold diet. I am no nightshade and I am now getting rid of histamines. And the only histamines that were really left in my diet, there wasn't really that many, but no more spinach, no more avocado, no olives, um, no vinegars or anything like that, no smoked salmon, no pickles. And so I just, I started decreasing those. I added in kale instead of spinach. The lack of avocado, that one really like shook, shook me. I, I was eating, I would say, decently higher fat at this point, And that was really coming from nuts. It was definitely coming from nuts. Um, also a histamine was walnuts so I cut out walnuts and I was having pecans instead of that so you for dinner it's like I was just having vegetables three to four ounces of a protein which would be tofu or fish and then olive oil as like a healthy fat or something like that um, but yeah like no spinach like so many things uh, it was just, there was so much that was, I took out of my diet. It's just really, really shocking um, to me how much I really cut out. I do think that my liver was overburdened with fats and, but it's like, I, I was so, I was really trying to cut, but this aspect of implementing this aspect into my diet was making it better. My healing was getting better. The lack of carbs was making it better because of the mold killing and all of that. And I was just trying to do anything really to to feel so much better. Um, I honestly felt so ugly all of the time. You know, I had the acne on my face, the bags under my eyes, my entire face was so puffy. Every time I looked in the mirror, I just, I felt like a gremlin. Like I honestly felt like a monster that's how I felt like I looked and not only did I feel that way but internally I felt like deep within me that way like I just felt so low and it's like I was just crying all the time like I did not feel good about myself and like people on the outside you know I was 31 years old and everyone's saying to me like why aren't you going and dating and doing this and this and I just wanted to be like I feel like a disgusting piece of scum. I don't want to go and date. Do you want to go and date when you feel so awful? Like I literally felt like when I looked at myself in the mirror, I couldn't recognize myself. I could not recognize who I was and I felt like such a fucking gremlin. And then I've got all these ding-dongs in my family around me like, well, why didn't you go date? And I just wanted to be like, you literally have no idea what's going on in my life like that's how delusional you are that you're telling me to go and date right now when I look like a puffy pinball like, oh my god it was so awful at this point in time 
you all are ready for this one. We're gonna talk about the dentist. Ooh, ooh. So I had basically been putting off going to the dentist because I knew that I had four or five mercury fillings and I had two root canals. And I knew that it was gonna, my biggest reason why I put it off is because I didn't wanna pay for it. Because I knew going to the dentist, dentist is expensive. And I had been putting off going to the dentist to get my mercury fillings and root canals looked at. And I really, I honestly had a lot of fear around it. But it was about week 16 and I was like, you know what, I need to just do it. So I wanted to go to an IAOMT certified dentist because I knew that they would safely take out because a lot of dental protocols in this country are very toxic and not safe for the body. And so I found one, I called one, and they were not taking new patients. And I was like, holy shit, this sucks. I thought that this was like my saving grace. But they recommended me to another one, so I called them and was excited to set up an appointment. <laughs> but then they told me that they weren't gonna be able to set an appointment for two months. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I will take that appointment. And, and I said to them, I was like, if anybody cancels, please call me and I will be there. And she said, okay, no problem. Literally an hour later, they call me and they're like, somebody just canceled. Can you, she's like, this never happens. And can you be here at 1.30, which was like two hours from then. And I was like, hell yes, absolutely I can be there. And I know that nothing happens by chance that that's why I was pushed and guided to call that day because I was meant to have that appointment. So I went in and I went to see this doctor and basically she had to do a 3D uh, scan on my face. And this was because then they can actually see what's going on with the issues. And I had also had all four of my um, wisdom teeth taken out and I had gotten a dry socket on one of them and I was nervous that I may potentially have cavitations in my bone. So when she did the 3D um, x-ray, she didn't see any cavitations or anything along the lines of that, but she was really concerned about the area on one of my root canals because it looked like there was possibly cysts showing on there. And I had had these root canals for over two, 10 years. And really our root canals are not meant to last 10 years you know no one tells you this when you get a root canal but they're not root canals oh my god okay I can go into this forever root canals are one of the worst things that you can get because it is the only surgery that you can have on your mouth where they leave a dead piece in the body like when they leave the base of the tooth in there that is a dead tooth they take out the root but you have a dead tooth in your mouth then which causes bacterial growth and any like I said this before with that area on my upper butt any place of crisis or trauma in the body where there is like a wound lime and mold they find that place and that's a place where they can grow and they can live and they can thrive and all of our teeth are connected on meridians in the body to different organs 95% of women who have had breast can cancer have had root canals or currently have root canals and i urge you all to watch the documentary called root cause 
it will open your mind and blow your mind and make you want to get your root canals out I knew at this point that there was no way possible for me to heal if I did not get these root canals out. And my holistic doctor told me that if I didn't go to the dentist, I would not heal. And she wasn't a dentist, she was a doctor, and she just knew that because I had them. Also with mercury fillings, mercury fillings, mercury is highly toxic to the body. Pathogens hide behind mercury and our body actually rejects mercury. This is why everybody is so full of heavy metals. Mercury, everything hides behind it in our body and our body doesn't go near it because it knows that it's toxic. So any pathogen, parasite, fungus, bacteria, they can hide behind this in your gut, in, in, in your bloodstream, in anywhere, and you will not, you will not get attacked to it. You know, um, 90% of Alzheimer and dementia patients all have high heavy metal levels. And this is because that heavy metal is controlling aspects in their brain and blocking them and they're not and the viruses are hiding behind them. So, I set up what really was shocking to me too is that through this detoxification phase, I kid you all not, my plaque on my teeth had tripled. In the span of just three months, four months, the plaque on my teeth had tripled because again, plaque is detoxifying and your mouth is your gateway to your gut. So whatever was going on in my mouth was a precursor to everything in my gut. So like there was no amount of tongue scraping, oil pulling, flossing, brushing that I could do. I was doing it all nonstop and I could not get rid of any of it and again this is because of what was going on in my gut so she did the 3d x-ray she was super concerned about my root canals definitely wanted me to go see a specialist she also really wanted me to get the mercury fillings out obviously and so we were able to set up the appointments to get the mercury fillings out but again that was like four weeks away or something along those lines so that same week that i had gone to see her like two days later i called the specialist to schedule a root canal removal and they told me they wouldn't be able to fit me in for two months again and I was like okay if there are any cancellations please call me and then while I was on the phone with her she literally was like oh my gosh we just got a cancellation for tomorrow can you come in at 1 30 and I literally was like are you freaking kidding me and she was like no she was like can you come in at 1 30 tomorrow and I was like yeah I can. I I was shocked because again, this is the second time that this happened this week and this does not happen. But I knew that that's why it was so integral for me to get these taken care of. And I was a little bit nervous because I, the cost, right? And I have never had teeth pulled or anything like this done before. So I didn't really know what was going to happen. And she kind of walked me through the price of everything and she was like, it's going to cost $8,500. And I was like, <laughs> okay. But to be honest, I was speaking to the universe so much. Like I kept always saying like, please help me heal. Bring me all of the right people to help me heal. And so I knew that this was coming to me because I needed it to. And so she, I just was like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I trust this. We're going to figure it out. So there was this thing that was available called care credit and you could apply for care credit 
and then you can just make monthly payments on it. So that's exactly what I did. That was really my only option. I didn't have nine grand sitting in the bank to be able to do this. So luckily I would only have to pay about $200 a month and it would just be on basically like a credit card with care credit and there was no interest. So that was my only option. That's what I recommend for all of you to be able to get this work done because it's so integral to get these out of your mouth and care credit at least gives you an option to be able to do that because again like i said i was the one who was paying paying for all of my healing protocols i needed to have a way to be able to pay for it you know like there wasn't going to be some magic fairy who's going to swoop in and just cover this cost so it was a friday that tuesday i had gone to the initial dentist it was a friday i drove to the surgeon and he was unbelievably amazing he didn't have too much to explain to me because I had done so much research. He also was used smart technology and um, ozone to kill bacteria in the teeth, and he was really um, he was really phenomenal. He laughed because you know when I was speaking with him and I was having a really woke conversation with him, he literally laughed at me and was like, "I usually have to spend an hour explaining to patients." what's been going on, but you already know everything. He was like, I've treated many Lyme patients and three professional athletes that had Lyme. He's like, and I've also assisted them in in their healing. And he asked me about my protocols for my detox and asked me about if I was doing ozone and I was, and he was so happy about everything that I was doing. And I actually was teaching him things. I spoke to him about dry brushing. He had never heard of dry brushing and the benefits of dry brushing. And it was shocking because usually we, we put these doctors on pedestals because dentists are doctors and that they know everything. But to be able to have a really great conversation with a doctor and have them listen to you and learn something from you, um, that was really, really phenomenal. He honestly was so pro of removing root canals and it was really amazing to speak to a doctor who was so uh, like with removing root canals and wanting to help people get better he said that root canals are the root of so many evils and issues in people's bodies which i fully agree with and he told me that he removes root canals daily and so he's so disappointed in our dental system and he has to spend so much of his time educating other dentists on the effects of root canals. He honestly was one of the best dentists that I have ever been to. Been to. Like, I, I was ecstatic to connect with this man and not only that, but to have a conversation with him where it was really on the same wavelength of what I thought about and wanted in our care system. So basically what was gonna happen is they were going to pull out the tooth I have two root canals and they were on the same side of my mouth, one on the top, one on the bottom, in the exact same tooth placement in my mouth. Okay, so shocking. So they were going to be right above each other. So I wasn't going to be able to chew on that side of my mouth. Whatever. I didn't care. There's an option to, um, what I ended up getting was a zirconia implant put in with bone grafting done around it so that the mouth and the the bone basically goes to cover that so then i would have to wait six months or so and then i could get a a bridge or like a a, a new tooth a fake tooth get to get put on top of it so he did the top one first and i did get um, numbing put in and laughing gas because 
I need a, I've never had teeth pulled before. And that's basically what's happening here is they're pulling the full tooth. Like I had had a, um, a filling, a crown filling put on top of it, but there was ultimately the dead tooth, which is the base that's below it, right? And he had to break my top tooth into three parts to take it out. There was one part that was the longest root that he was having the toughest, toughest time to pull out of my mouth. And when he finally pulled it out, I felt this immediate pressure on the right side of my brain release and it felt like a nail was being pulled out of my brain and I had an emotional response. Shocker. I couldn't feel what he was doing, but what he was with him pulling that out, it completely triggered an emotional response because that tooth had so much bacteria around it. It was completely black. It had so much bacteria harboring in it that when he pulled it out, it's like my body was actually able to react and release the emotion that had been tied onto it. And I will speak in a minute about the emotions that were connected to this tooth in my mouth. And it was shocking. Tears were just flowing down my face. I honestly felt so relieved. I couldn't believe how instantaneous that the emotions were flowing. Um, he got nervous at one point because he saw the tears flowing down my face and he thought that I was crying because I was in pain. But then I had to explain to him while my mouth was like all chapped up. I was like, no, it's like an emotional response. It's I'm not in pain. And I felt so much better when he put the implant in. I just, my, my mouth felt like, it just felt like I could actually like it just felt like normal, like I could just function. Underneath the crown that was attached to the dead tooth that was in my mouth, there was so much bacteria and plaque that had just been growing around this tooth in my mouth. And I tell, I'm telling you all, I had no mouth pain. Like I had no issues eating food. I had no like dental pain. The only reason why I went to the dentist was because my holistic doctor was like, you're not gonna heal unless you go. So all of this dead bacteria and plaque, cysts, and fungus in my mouth, I actually wasn't having pain from it, but it was in there and it was having such an effect on me. It was so wild. So the bottom tooth, he did this one second, and he actually was able to pull out the whole tooth. He didn't have to break it in three parts. It was completely, are you all ready for this? It was completely rotten completely black it smelled and it was covered in cysts like can you even imagine it honestly blew my mind that i had no dental pain when this tooth was literally rotting in my mouth within 15 minutes of having both of these teeth taken out i had the clearest mind i have had in five years it was like a cloud had lifted and I could finally have a clear thought. I could not believe it. And even the dentist said that it looked like the color came back into my face and my eyes and it was so different compared to before. It was mind-blowing. The reason why the cysts grow on the tooth is because it's growing because it's our body's reaction to like trauma and bacteria. And so it's trying the cysts are growing because it's trying to stop that bacteria from leaching into the body. 
but there was nothing that it could do because it was a dead tooth in my mouth. I honestly, I still to this day am shocked that I had these rotten teeth in my mouth and I had no pain from it. But the benefits, yes, it was nine grand to do it. That was the best nine grand that I've ever spent because it actually cleared so much. He used ozone to then also go in and kill out any of the extra bacteria that may have potentially been left in the holes in my mouth. Did the bone grafting and the implants and it just was shocking. I I actually felt really excited for my life to come from there. I didn't take any pain meds except for ibuprofen and I really was taking Arnica, which is a homeopathic pain med um, for the first but for the first two to three days, like I took Arnica the first day, but that night I woke up in so much pain. I literally was like crying. I was in so much pain that I had to take ibuprofen because I just was dying. Like my entire face was pounding and I, I couldn't even breathe. So I took ibuprofen for three days and then I continued to take um, Arnica. I also took high doses of curcumin, which is what's in turmeric. So I can't remember if I was taking actual turmeric supplement or if I was just taking curcumin, but either way. And then what I was doing is I was rubbing CBD balm that my sister had sent me from Denver on my face. And that honestly made me feel so much better. So here's the thing I want to tell you about the two teeth of mine. And like I said, they are linked to meridians in our bodies and linked to organs my top tooth that was removed, that tooth is linked to the liver, kidneys, pancreas, and stomach. Hello, your detox organs, okay? No wonder my liver had been working so hard. It also had this serious bacteria in my mouth. The bottom tooth is linked to large intestines. And remember what I just told you about the hamstrings and large intestines? So honestly, it made total sense. Both of the teeth are also correlated with the thyroid, so that also made total sense because of the issues with thyroid, and I did not want to have to get on thyroid medita meditation. And again, the top tooth correlates with the breast, and just like I said, 95% of women with breast cancer have root canals, so that honestly made me feel so good. When I was 25 years old, I had lumps on my left breast and I had to go in and I almost was diagnosed with breast cancer when I was 25 but they ended up being benign and I should have put two and two together then I did stop at that point stop using um, deodorant that had aluminum in it but I feel like these issues with my teeth also played a part in those lumps in my breast here's the other thing about the emotions with the teeth so my top molar the one that I took out the emotions that it stimulates when you're fine is determination, resolution, caring, humor, and the emotions when it is not okay is anger, inflexibility, pride, being disrespectful. So there you go. Makes total sense. The bottom one, the positive emotions that it usually correlates with is passion, balance, and zest. And the negative ones are antisocial, hello social anxiety, <laughs> pessimistic, grief, fear of the future. Every single one of those played a huge part in how really I was feeling 
honestly. Um, it made total sense, complete total sense for me. They also correlated with um, joints and the muscles in the base of the body and the knees. I always had had issues with my knees. Anytime that I knelt down, I would be in so much pain. Like it even hurt like if I knelt down to do push-ups, like female push-ups, and my, my knees hurt so bad I, I couldn't do them. And also the bottom tooth with the joints, your toes, foot, knees, um, hands, elbows, all of those correlated to with the, with the teeth. And it was, it was honestly, it was mind blowing. It was mind blowing. Only five days after I got these teeth taken out, my chronic fatigue lifted. It was the first time in six years that I woke up with no chronic fatigue. This was the most amazing thing. I will never forget it. I I'm, was shocked, but I could not have felt better. I, all I had wanted was for fatigue to go away, and this is what got rid of it. I honestly I had such a clear head. From the moment they took them out, I had such a clear head. Um, it, the white film that I had on my tongue going away, my eye sensitivity decreased by about 50%, and it really, it's like it took out the deep pins of where a lot of the root of the issues were coming from. I had one of the best ozone saunas the week after. My body wasn't as itchy, and I was able to do it for the entire 30 minutes. I did not herx, and I honestly started feeling so phenomenal. I it, it was amazing. I also did some light therapy on my jaw that I got from my chiropractor. The first coffee enema that I did post-op, um, I honestly, it was so hard. It's like my gut was actually able to finally release and cleanse and clear so many of the toxins that it hadn't been able to. And honestly, I passed some huge parasites after finally having these teeth taken out that was shocking for me. My body started actually really detoxing in a much better way. It's like I wasn't having to manage the symptoms as bad. I really, really was detoxifying phenomenally. I had taken a break on the celery juice and my skin continued to break out. So I went back and I got back on doing daily celery juice, which was helping. Um, I finally was releasing so much of the mold that had been in my toenails. And that was so amazing. It's like it my, like the detoxifying was actually happening. It was all really happening. And I was shocked. I was shocked like through like everything was skyrocketing after I was after I got my teeth taken out. Everything was skyrocketing. I added in a few new things in to kind of help me, which was slippery elm, paw de arco, and grapefruit seed oil. Grapefruit seed oil is one of the best things ever. Everybody should get this. It helps so much. And I started adding that in um, as well as quercetin with bromelain that helps with the gut candida so much as well as a natural antihistamine. It was about week 18 and I started doing like full moon rituals of releasing the negative things and clearing, like really recognizing the pieces of trauma that I was no longer going to be carrying with me. A lot of this really stemmed around my ex-boyfriends and the abuse that I had continued from them. And so I did my first full moon ritual. 
I finally was able to go in. I actually got was able to go in and get my mercury fillings um, removed um, earlier than what I was supposed to have them because remember I had to wait a couple months where I had set that up. And so I really, I went in and I got my mercury fillings taken out. So now no more mercury fillings, no more root canals. Again, um, she was IAOMT certified. You can search those type. There's a database for those type of dentists around you. She used ozone as well to help heal. There's a certain specific protocol. She had me take binders to make sure if any, like you have to get them taken out by a certified dentist because if a regular dentist just tries to take out your mercury fillings, you can get mercury poisoning because that's how toxic they are. For some stupid reason, 20 years ago, they decided that it was safe to put this in kids' mouth. It's not safe. It's not safe. They're not safe. So when I finally got my mercury fillings taken out, all of my Herx re reactions stopped. I stopped having Herxheimer reactions. That was honestly amazing. Everything started becoming so much easier. It honestly, like not all of my symptoms had gone away, but like everything was actually becoming so much better for me. Another thing, I don't think I talked about this before, but I had lost basically half of my eyebrows. I already had like pretty thin eyebrows, but whenever there's a, like the end part of your eyebrows are very sparse and hardly any hair there at all, that is in correlation with um, thyroid. And so all of a sudden the hair started growing back in my eyebrows and the hair on my head started coming back. And I was like, what is happening? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so again, it's like the body was regulating. It had been detoxifying so much. I wasn't even doing anything and the hair was coming back. And that was amazing. I, I started really also um, implementing in some more essential oils and using eucalyptus oil in my diffuser every night, which breaks up the mucus in the sinus cavity. And it's a natural antiseptic, antifungal, antiviral. And I thought that, that was really amazing. I also had been using lavender and bergamot on the bottom of my feet. And that had been really phenomenal. I was about 4.5 to 5 months into healing. I had done so much up until this point. Obviously, even though after I got my root canals taken out and mercury fillings done, that is when there was such a shift in things. So at this point, we're in July 2019, and this is when I first started really working into emotional and mental trauma and childhood traumas. And that there then was when there was a different shift in my healing protocol. So I still continued to do infrared sauna daily, ozone weekly. I upped my coffee enemas to where I started doing them at least five times a week at this point in time. And really everything was, there was a big shift, but the biggest moment of that was really getting my teeth done. That made a huge difference and I still was on a pretty, that same type of diet as I was. So next episode, I'm going to talk about what happened next. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this next phase of emotional healing that had to happen because ultimately, I'll just, ex I'll explain like what I think was the biggest basis around my healing. Um, but ultimately, the physical healing would not have been any benefit whatsoever if I wouldn't have done the trauma healing. So now actually getting to the point of realizing 
the amount of trauma that I was holding with me and working on clearing that, I, my healing completely skyrocketed even further. I am extremely grateful for all of the push and the physical healing that I did up until that point. There was also a huge shift in me as a person at this time, and I started really getting deeper in connection with my intuition and my highest self and letting go of the things that were not serving me and helping me. And so I'm going to speak about that as well. And honestly, really getting into the phase of deeper connection with who I am as a person. And all of this was integral. It was all so integral. You can't not do one part of it. You can't do the physical healing and then not do the emotional healing because they all work simultaneous together. If if I wouldn't have done both, I wouldn't have healed. And I am healed now. I am fully healed from mold and Lyme now, but it was the combination of all of them. This is a long episode. I am going to let you all go because I know that you probably are tired of hearing all of this from me now. I can't explain how grateful I am for all of you. Thank you all for coming along this journey and wanting to hear about my story and everything that I've done and I've been through. It plays a part into who I am at this point in time and it has shaped me into this person now and I feel really happy and honored to share all of this in my life. And I'm excited for the next five or so episodes which are going to get you up to date to where I am in life now so then when I come back from my ayahuasca journey I will be able to make a full-on episode about all of that in the healing and just really kind of start shifting and putting out some more episodes of me interviewing people and just things that are going on in real time at this point in time I appreciate all of you thank you all for showing up here if you would like to rate and review the show, you can take a screenshot of it, send it to me at hello at kirbybee.com, and I will send you some of my guided meditations for free. You'll also be entered in to win a free Akashic Record reading with me. I really appreciate that. Rating and reviewing the show just supports the show and helps more people see it, and I really appreciate that. You can get 30% off for the next couple days on my Akashic Record readings, mini sessions, and full sessions using the code LIONSGATE. This is only going to be available for a couple days, so if that's something that you're interested in, don't sleep on that. All of my appointments are available from now until September 16th, and then I will be gone for a month, so don't miss out on that. I appreciate all of you. Please do random acts of kindness. Please give back to other people. It makes the world a better place and it makes you a better person. Every little bit helps. Giving a dollar here, carrying somebody's groceries there, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, paying for somebody's meal, or if you're in a drive-thru, paying for the person in front of you, you know, pay it forward. Pay it forward. Let's make the world a better place. And I know that that's the type of people that you are that follow me. I love you all. I appreciate you all. I will see you in the next one. Bye!